0: This is KMTT, Kimitsiyon Titsay Torah. On Mondays, we are having Rav Vinyamin Tavori, who is giving a series this year on Mo'adei HaShana, Shiurim about the different holidays and festivals. We carry on the shiurim of Hilchos Purim. We've already discussed the idea of reading the Megillah twice, both day and night. And today we will discuss the mitzvah of Mishlach Manot and Matanot Levyanim. The Gemarion Megillah, Davzayim, quoting the psukim, of course, in Megillat Esther says that the mitzvah of Purim is to give two manot to one person. Umishloach manot Each person to a friend. Now, the Rambam, of course, kind of codifies this halacha in Hilchos Megillah. The Rambam there says that there's a mitzvah of making Sudas Purim. And he's he, in the halacha of Suda's Purim, in the exact same halacha, he quotes the halacha of Mishlach Manos. He says, Perek Beis of Hilchas Megillah halacha tezvav, Ketzal Chavas Suda, Zlu, Sheyocha Basar, O'shnei Tapshiel, the attacking Suda, Noah Kifia Shatim the idea of the suda is you should have meat you should have as fancy, as good a banquet as you can afford and the Ramam then goes on to say a famous quote Shosayayin a person should drink enough wine until he becomes quite tired overcome with his wine and falls asleep in a s- drunken st- state adam and also a person v'chein. Thus a person is required to give two portions of meat, or two types of food, or two types of uh, what uh, baked food, cooked food, to his friend. The more you do, the better it is. Now, since the Rambam put these two halachos together, it seems, and this is quite evident in many, many Akronim who've so explained the Rambam, that the Din of Mishnach Manos is actually part of Sudas Spurim. Part of the idea of Sudas Spurim is to enable other people to partake in a Suda as well and therefore give them food for the Suda. In fact, the Trumas Hadeshan in an oft quoted chuva in this ir- respect, says, the Chumas Hadeshan, by the way, is an interesting sefer. It's called Chumas Hadeshan written by Yisrael Iserlin, but it's called Deshan because the Deshan is the numerical value of 354, and there happen to be 354 chuvas in the Chumas Hadeshan. There are actually two parts of the Chumas HaDashin. The first part is the one with 354 chuvas uh, and the second is a regular volume of Chuvis that does not have uh, that number. It has approximately uh, 267 Chuvis in the second Chalak. There are people who claim that the Chumas Hadeshan, although the book is called shalos and Chuvis, made up his own Shaylos and Chuvis. So they were not questions that were actually posed to him. Rather, issues he wanted to discuss. The second va- part, the second Chelek, seems to be really Tshuvah's. But in the first Chelek, it seems to be the ideas that he wanted to write by himself. And he writes here in Chuva Kuf Yudalif that people who send, uh, he calls it Zdenim and Chalukim. We would call it some sort of robes and... Uh, Sheets, but probably means some sort of bedding or some sort of clothing that people used to send, or some people sent as shalikh manes. So the Chubas Hadeshan says, You do not fulfill the obligation. The obligation has to be enough to enable a person to eat a meal. And he quotes the Gemara and he says, The word manos means food, food or drink. And the Rambam. Said in lishta lishloach manos a food or drink, so therefore you're not yotzei with clothes, with bedclothes, and it seems that the din of Sudaspurim includes within within it the laws of mishloach manos. Now, there are there are a few more nafkaminas, but that are important to point out because of this. Definition. Since we've assumed that the Din of Sudas Purim and the Din of Israhmanos is essentially the same din, it would follow they should be done on the same day. Now, of course, Purim is on the fourteenth, and obviously the Sudas on the fourteenth, and obviously therefore you give Shahmanas on the fourteenth. However, there are two different occasions where it's possible to create a dichotomy between the Purim in terms of reading the Megillah, and Purim in terms of the date of Purim, and then the question would be all the other dinim of Purim. We've already learned that in the first mission of Maseches Megillah, it says that Megillah can be written can be read on the eleventh to twelfth, the thirteenth the fourteenth, the and the fifteenth. And it was explained, of course, in the Gemara that the people who used to live in villages which were uh, within a a certain distance from a town, very often had no one in the villages who could read the Megillah. So what would these people do? The Mishnah says, you're allowed to go on the marketing day, which was always Mondays and Thursdays. The people used to go to the towns. And when they went to those cities they could get there, find the Balkria, find somebody who could read the Megillah. And the person could read for them there. So, for example, if Purim would have been on the 14th, if Purim, would on Purim the 14th, would have been on a Sunday, so the day, the market day before that would have been the Thursday beforehand, which was the 11th, and that would be an occasion where you could read the Megillah on the 11th. And th- there you could figure it out automatically, I could read the Megillah on the 11th, the 12th, the 13th, And obviously the 14th and the 15th are the regular dates in cities, uh, normal in cities which do not have a wall. On the 14th, the cities with a wall on the 15th. Now, those people that read the Megillah on the 4th, on let's say the 11th, the 12th, the 13th, when did they give Mishloach Manos? Now, it wasn't Purim for them. They were allowed to read the Megillah. But it seems fairly clear from the Gemara in Megillah Dafdaluma days, it seems fairly clear that the only dispensation was that they could read the Megillah earlier. But the of Purim, the Shalach Manas, would be on the day of the Suda, and the Suda would be on the fourteenth. So because we said Mishrach Manas is part of the Suda, therefore we would seem it would seem to fit in with this understanding that the Suda and Mishrach Manas should be on the fourteenth we'll get a little bit later to Matanos Levionim, which might be different than Mishlach Manas. This law, of course, of reading the Megillah early does not really apply today in any case. But we do have a case, even today, where we don't read the Megillah on the 14th. And this is, of course, what we encountered last year when Purim is on... Shabbos in Yerushalayim the 14th can be on Friday as it was last year and therefore in, in Yerushalayim 15th is Purim and this creates a situation which is called Purim Meshulash the three days of Purim because it's obvious that we Paskin you do not read the Megillah on Shabbos the more accepted opinion although we'll learn another opinion later the more accepted opinion is, the reason you do not read the Megillah on Shabbos is a Gezeira, Rabba's Gezeira, Shema Yavirenu. Because we're afraid that someplace some somebody will carry the Megillah in Rishos and in order to prevent such a Chil Shabbos, Chazal said you do not read the Megillah on Shabbos. And that's, we know the same law applies that to the Rosh Hashanah on Shabbos, we do not blow shofar, we do not take a lulav on Shabbos of the first day of, of Sukkot, sh- on on, even though it's the first day, we do not take lulav. Chachamim said we're afraid, in those cases the Gzera of Rabbah applied Shema Yavirenu. What do we do with Mishloach Manos, when Purim Yerushalayim is on Shabbos. The Shulchan Aruch says in Siman Tafresh Peches that you do not make the Suda on Shabbos at all. Even though it really is Purim, it's the 15th of Purim, and in fact you say al and you read the Torah on the 15th in Yerushalayim on Shabbos, the Kriyasa Torah of Purim, and the Ridaf Torah of Purim also, but the Shulchan Aruch says, you do not make the Simcha on Shabbos. You do not make the Suda on Shabbos. And the reason for that is given in the Yerushalmi, "Ein Ma'arvim Simcha B'Simcha. You do not mix the two Simchas. Apparently the Simcha of Purim and the Simcha of Shabbos should not be done together. This, by the way, engendered a large halachic debate whether there really is a din of simcha on Shabbos. On one hand, we know that on Yontif there is simcha, v'samachta b'chagecha, but it does not say clearly that there is simcha on Shabbos. In fact, on Yontif, we follow the opinion that there is no aveilis at all on Yontif. Whereas on Shabbos, there is Avelus, of course Avelus Bitsina, private Avelus occurs on Shabbos, but not public manifestation of Avelus, but nevertheless, it is one of the days of Shiva. Yantif never counts as the day of Shiva. So, that might lead us to think that Shabbos is not a day of Simcha. You can have Avelis. And this discussion, of course, is uh, more appropriate either when we learn Hilchus Avelis or when we learn Hilchus Shabbos. But nevertheless, it should be pointed out that Yerushalmi said you do not make Sudas Purim on Shabbos because ein ma'avim Simcha b'simcha. The question, of course, then would be, but when do you make the Suda? On On Shabbos? No. On Friday, we generally do not make a suda because it's Arab Shabbos, and unless it's really important because that's the day, let's say, of HaBriah, so that's really the day of Purim. We, if not for those special occasions, we wouldn't want to make a big simcha, uh, suda on Friday. So therefore, the suda is pushed off till Sunday. That is the opinion of most postkin. The suda of Purim is made on Sunday. But when do you give Shalich Manas? The Maharal Bach, quoted by the Mugin Avram in that simon in Tafesh Peiches says that he disagre- his custom was, the Maharal Bach, who lived in Yerushalayim, some of you might remember, the Maharal Bach lived at the time of the Beis Yosef, at the time of the Shulchan Aruch, and he was very much involved in that famous uh, controversy, whether to reenact the concept of smicha. The Maral Bach against Mar- against Mari ben ben Leif in 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 Tzfat had this whole discussion. The Maral lived in Yerushalayim, and he felt the Suda should be on Yerushal- in Yerushalayim. Now he also gave Mishlach Manas. The fact that the Maral quoted by the Magen Avram, had the Suda on Shabbos together with Mishlach Manas shows a number of things. One is that the halachic problem of giving Shalach Manas on Shabbos can be averted. There are obviously problems in giving Shalach because you might carry. Uh, you go from one house to another, bring Shalach Manas, and it, in, in a way, it's almost ironic. You don't read the Megillah on that Shabbos, because you're afraid somebody will carry the Megillah. But nevertheless, the Bach says, you, did, you do give Shalach and you do not concern yourself whether with the fact that maybe people will carry you in Rishon Saravim. The fact of making a kinyan on Shabbos might be an issue. The fact that it might be a, a mundane type of action to go delivering Shalach might also be a problem. Nevertheless, the Maral says, you do give Mishlach on Shabbos because you make the Suda on Shabbos. The custom seems to be that we make the Suda on Sunday. The Me'iri, in fact, says, that we make the suda on Sunday. And why don't we make the suda on Shabbos? Well, of course, he does quote the reason of Ein marvim Simcha B'Simcha, but he adds another reason. The Me'iri says, because there is a problem of giving Mishlach Manos, we don't want to separate the Mishlach Manos from the suda, since the suda will be on Sunday, it would be, since Mishlach Manas will be on Sunday, I'm sorry, since Mishlach Manas will be on Sunday because of the problems involved in giving Mishlach Manas on Shabbos, therefore it would not be appropriate to make the Suda on Shabbos and the Suda and the Mishlach Manas on, on Sunday. So you see even more clearly from the Me'iri that Suda, the, the Suda and Mishlach Manas really do go hand in hand. We would not want the Suda to be on Shabbos because we would like to give Mishlach Manas on, on the time of the Suda. And Mishlach Manas really is to be given on Sunday. There are achronim that disagree with this principle and say that you do give Mishlach Manas on Shabbos even though the Suda is on Sunday. At first glance, they would seem to argue with our principle. And they would say you do separate Suda Shabbos, the Suda on Purim from the Mishlach Manos. This whole discussion is basically found in a little Sefer called Kuntris Megillah by a fellow Revchaim Chaim Aaron Torchin. He was a Talmud of the Brisker Rav who was a Rosh Hashiva in the Israel and passed away rather young. His Svarim are not that well known. Uh, because uh, because he passed away young. In this, this little sefer, which is very filled with uh, many, many good Chidushai uh, Torah on Hanukkah and Megillah, is called Kuntur's Hanukkah Megillah. And he basically says that Shalich said had din but he quotes the gmar Uqtziah and the sefer, another sefer, the Karben Nisaniel, Who say that Mishlachmanos is on Shabbos even though the Suda is Sunday? So he claims, Rav Torchin, that this opinion also coincides with our understanding. But since really Shalachmanos and Suda's poem go together, but if you have to, you could give the Mishlachmanos before the Suda, but you can't give the Suda before the Mishlachmanos. Mishlachmanos are preparation for the Suda therefore, since Friday is, Shabbos is really Purim, Yerushalayim, well, we can't make the Suda because of a Mavim Simcha basimcha. that you're not allowed. Mishlach you could do. And since it's really Purim, it would be appropriate to give the Mishlach on Shabbos, even though the Suda will be Purim on Sunday. So he so he claims that everyone would agree with this principle, that Shalach and Matanas Lev Yonim I'm sorry, Shalach Manas and the Suda go hand in hand. It should be pointed out that the Chazanish apparently disagrees and says that Mishlach Manas should be given on Friday. We'll get back to this later when we discuss Matanis Lavioni. The problem of poor mishulash, of course, became a major controversy because when do you make the Suda? When do you give Shalach Manas? So, Interestingly enough, certain Achronim, notably Rabbi, Rabbi uh, Moadim Uzman and Rabbi Moshe Sternbuch, said that since there is a tremendous machlok, as there are opinions, almost every opinion exists. We just learned from Mishrach Mano, some say on Friday, the Chazanich says on Friday, some people say on Shabbos, some people say on Sunday. The Suda, some people say on Shabbos, some people say on Sunday, some people might even say on Friday. So he said the people who are machmir will do everything all three days. You'll give the shalachmanes, make a suda, at least more than a regular meal, you'll make on Friday or Shabbos as well as on Sunday. Uh, I'm still waiting for someone to say that the question of when a person should drink to excess is also a machlokas. And therefore, somebody, I'm sure that somebody will say, Hamachmir, Yaltsayuday Shlashdan, the person who really, really wants to be meticulous in will become intoxicated on Friday, Shabbos, and Sunday. I'm sure you appreciate the fact that I also have a sense of humor. The Gemara there, on the same page in Megillah and Davzainimud points out a story about two brothers who gave Shalachmanis. Apparently, they have had a. Uh, um, the Gemara mentions Abai bar Avin, Machlafim Now, I already gave an interpretation, which is not necessarily the only interpretation. The Gemara says that Abai bar and used to give each other the Sudas. they used to exchange the Sudas. The Rambam and other Mefarshim learned that this means that they were rather indigent. They were two brothers who probably did not have much money. And therefore, they used to give each other as if it were their own suda. Let's say, all I have is I have my food for the suda. So I pick it up and I give it to my friend and he'll give it back to me or give me his food. That's it. Uh, or better yet, his his food his the one he prepared for today. That would be enough to be yotzei to this Purim. And the Rambam codifies this halacha in Perek Bay's Mehilchas Miguel Halacha Tzav. And that halacha that we quoted before, the halacha of Suda, su, Suda the Chiv of the Suda Mishloach Manas, and the, the Rambam adds in Ainlo Machlivim Khavero a person who cannot afford it can exchange one gives sends his Suda to another, and the other one says hymns, and then you can be uh, I remember from my experience in yeshiva, many boys did not have their own uh, food, so in the morning when you ate breakfast, <coughs> each person picked up his breakfast that was served in the yeshiva, and you would give it to his neighbor, and his neighbor would give him his breakfast. And the, Shul, the Raman Paskins, this is the Pshat in Gemara, you fulfill Sudas Purim in such a way. Rashi has a very strange Pshat in Gemara. Rashi says, rather than learn, they exchange sudas on one at one day, Rashi explains that they used to eat together every Purim. One year, they ate at one's house, and the next year, they made the suda at the other house. Now, the Gemara tells us the story, there must be a point in the story itself. What is the point of the story? It seems that in the context of Shalach manes this story was brought, the Gemara says she should give Shalach Manas, the Gemara goes on to tell other stories of people who get, delivered Shalach Manas. Where's the Shalach Manas here? The Beis Yosef, in Simen Toph Reis Tzadihei, says, mm-hmm. I don't understand Rashi. They didn't give Shalach Manas. One They ate the suda together. Very nice. But what about Shalach And then he says, maybe Rashi thinks they gave Shalach Then, Then what's the point of the story? Just to tell us that the two different people who are brothers uh, transferred their one year they, when they made the suda here, one year, what's the Chiddush what's the here? There are a chronim who want to say that there is a Chiddush here. One Pegush could be that they want to teach us halacha that the person who invites somebody to his meal fulfills mishloach Manas. You could argue and say that in order to fulfill mishloach Manas, you have to have mishloach Manas, You have to send mouse. and there are people really who do that. They don't want to deliver mishloach Manas by themselves. Not only because they don't; it's not pleasant. Or it's not so nice. They send kids to do it, but they feel there's a din called mishloach sending. Some say this gemara proves that that's not true if I invite you to my house and I give you my food, that's, that's Mishlach manos. I gave you food. Other people have said rather strange interpretations. One of the interpretations is found in the Muggen Evram, who says, based on what we've learned today, the real mitzvah Mishlach manos is a din su'udah. I should share my meal with others. If I have a su'udah, I should make a uh, give it to others what would happen if a person doesn't make a suda you're invited to someone else so you don't make a suda at all so what? there's no idea of you're giving a suda a manis, to anyone else so maybe that's what Rashi came to teach us that if you're a host you fulfill shalach manis. and the guest need not fulfill shalach manis. Because I'm sorry, the guest needs give his own shalichmanes by giving someone else, but the host fulfills his shalichmanes by giving it to his guest. A rather surprising shot is found in the Bach. And that's him in that sim in tour, the Bach said, "Since the idea of shalichmanes is to create and enhance friendship." The idea is that it's a day of merayus, it's a day of friendliness. So, inviting people to the Suda and being a guest to the Suda is itself a fulfillment of Mishlach Manas. Now, this shot really, really seems strange. I can understand the host fulfilling Mishlach Manas. And I can also perhaps understand that the guest perhaps doesn't have to give Shalach Manis when he's a a guest. He didn't make a suda. But to say that he actually fulfilled Shalach Manis by coming to somebody else's suda seems to be a very far-fetched idea, which, of course, is found in the Bach in Tafra La halacha, I would not recommend any of the above, and I would suggest that everybody give Shalach Manis whether you're a host, whether you're a guest, one shalachmanes uh, should be given, and of course, the Ramam says it's good to to give more. What we've said so far is about mishlachmanos. In the brief time that's left, I'd like to discuss for a, a few moments the halacha matanus levyonim. In the pasuk, it's all together. Would I go so far as to say the Matanus Lavyonim is also within the Suda? I would like to point out that the whole reason I gave that Shalichmanes is a din in the Suda is because the Rabbim included all in the same halacha, and in the tour it's all found in Tefrich Tadihe. The halacha Matanus Lavyonim is not found in that same halacha. In fact, the tour has a simen before simen tofri, Sadi Dalid. There is the din of Matanas lavionim, And the Rambam has nalach after Matanas lavionim. The Rambam says, you should give Matanas Levionim. And there you have to give two people one gift each, whether the gift be money or food. And we're not meticulous to whom to give. Anybody who asks we give. Now, it, that seems to be a halacha of tzedakah. It doesn't seem to be a halacha of the su'udah. It's a special halacha of giving tzedakah on Purim. If that be true, then we could say that any form of tzedakah would be acceptable. But nevertheless, the Ramam pointed out carefully that you can give, for Mataras you could give out money, or food. He didn't say you could give out clothes. The Ar really inferred from this Rambam that you could not give clothes. The idea is really to give for the poor people, also to give for the Su'uda. But, it's even though it's not in the same halacha. Well, we could try to check this by seeing in the cases that we mentioned before, when would be the Matana Slavyonim? Would they be at the time you read the Megillah? Or would it be, as we've discussed before, at the time of the Suda or Shabbos? Yeah, of course, in, when, on Shabbos giving Matana Slavyonim you could raise the issue, if it's money, it would be a problem, if it's food, it would be okay. Can you, uh, the halachic problems of Matan, of Mishrach Manas would also apply to Matana Slavyonim? But here, the halacha seems to be fairly clear. There's a special halacha that's found in the Gemara, which we pass in, that you give the Matanas levionim at the time you read the Megillah. But really that has nothing to do with our question. The reason you give the Matanas levionim when you read the Megillah is because the Gemara points out, a'neim nesuos Megillah. The poor, impoverished people look with anticipation toward reading the Megillah. They know that when you read the Megillah, they get the money. And in fact, we see it a lot of times. People show up in shul who you don't know, you don't see, you never saw before, but they know it's reading the Megillah. They'll come to every shul because they know they're going to get more tzadaka than usual. So we don't want to disappoint the Aniyim. We don't want them to be really frustrated to come to the shul when they read the Megillah and not get their Matanus Levionim. So therefore, the special halacha is we give the Matanus Levionim when you read the Megillah. And therefore, the nafkemina of the question, of la'av yonim, really would not be found in the dinim of reading the Megillah on, either earlier, or as in Yerushalayim, reading the Megillah on Friday, rather than on Shabbos. I'd like to conclude by pointing out an interesting observation of the Bach. The Bach pointed out that you give mashalachmanes to one person, whereas matanis la'av yonim, you have to give to two. And he said the reason for it is there are many aniyim in the world. Certainly, it's not a problem to give batanis le avionim. They're always going to be poor people. Friends sometimes are rare and hard to find. The Mishnah gave us the advice: Knelich HaChaver. Try to acquire for yourself a friend. Halavai, that we should have one real friend with whom you can exchange or give Mishlach Manas and feel the Simcha Purim, So Mishlach Manas should be given to one person, Matanas Lavi to be given to two people. Mishlach Manas are clearly a din in the Sudas Purim, Matanas Lavi maybe, but it doesn't seem to be as clear as the Din of Meshach Manos.